Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. Hello, thank you for having cool. me on your show. It's so awesome to be cool. here with you and all your listeners. Cool. Guy, you don't screw. Screw is cool. Oh my goodness. Oh, that came out. Oh, all kinds of freaky. That's not what cool. I meant. <laughs> cool. 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 of the Talk to Q Radio show. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And tonight's show is brought to you by my official sponsor, SFX Valley. Check them out on YouTube. But um, on tonight's show, we're going to discuss if you care what people think about you. Uh, You know, we'll also get crystallized and discuss trending topics and current events. But uh, I guess before we get started, Let me explain to you how this show works for those who may be new to T2Q. This show is a platform for you. The callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers, all of you have the opportunity to voice chat or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because here on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, current events, sports, politics, and more. This show is very informal by design because, let's face it, my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics are random, but they're relevant with what's going on in the world today. The call-in number to step on your soapbox is 347-202-0215. That's 347-202-0215. If you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, simply hit 1 on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak, and it places you in the host queue. And please mute your phone if you're not speaking at the time because background noise picks up easily over cell phones and headsets. Now, another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at TalkToQ. There is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show, and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. 
please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets. If you want to learn more about me, the show, or the show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes and just pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. T2Q radio show number 703 out of 750. We'll start right after a word from my sponsors. SFX Valley is now your source for free unique sound effects, music, and scores to use in your videos, commercials, and movies. No more complicated contracts and licensing agreements. Just access our library. All we ask for in return is to let your audience know we're here. SFX Valley. Time to hear the difference. Find us on YouTube. Listen to The Crystal Show for celebrity gossip, amazing interviews, musical guests, and the most fun to be had on internet radio. Check out the past and new podcasts at thecrystalshow.com. I go on and on, can't understand how I last so long. I must have the superpowers, last 223,000 hours. My thanks to SFX Valley for being a supporter of TQ and my thanks to the com for being down by law with the show. 347-202-0215 is the number on the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. Uh, do you care what people think of you? You know, does it bother you to have people draw assumptions of you? If you read enough social media, then you think that the average person couldn't care less about what, the per- what someone thinks of them. However, society teaches us now that we should only focus on self and not what everyone else may perceive. But is that smart? Can it help or hurt you in the long run? Is it situational? So we'll talk about how it impacts our life, um, sometimes our careers and things of that nature. But first, let me go to the phone lines, to the 517 outside the Motor City of Detroit. Thank you, how are you? I am outstanding, how are you doing? Pretty good Okay, did you have a great weekend? Uh, yeah, it was pretty good I finally saw Wonder Woman and it was amazing, of course Okay I actually saw it this afternoon, um, and uh, I thought it was pretty good. I, I really enjoyed the fighting scenes. The fighting scenes were, were really good. Um, but it's a good movie. I think people should go check it out. They should definitely check it out. I really enjoyed it. I mean, the fighting scenes were great. I mean, it was like, for me, it was amazing to see female warriors out there fighting kicking ass and being real, you know, I just thought it was great. So that was really, really great. The only thing I kind of wish that I, that they would have done, I would have liked to have seen more of her counterparts involved, like some of the Amazons that she left behind. I thought it would have been cool. 
I mean, I, I kind of wish she could have brought a couple of them along. Oh, know. involved in the fighting? Yeah, yeah. Well, this was her you know, kind of a, a story. This is the first movie, so it was a backstory, really, of who she is, introducing you to her. I think the first part of the movie was quite a bit of a backstory, actually. And I, yeah. I think it really gave a lot about who they are, who they were, all that kind of a stuff, you know, stuff. And I believe you will see probably more of them in the movies to come of the other Amazons. But, um, you know, then it was her moving out into the regular world and how that affected her. So I, I think it did pretty good at, at um, doing the backstory. Uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. I enjoyed it. So, all right, to the... 910 area code, I guess. To a man who called from the Tar Heel State of North Carolina. He's not a doctor, but he plays one on the radio. Dr. Bobby Willis. What's going on, good doctor? Hey, what's going on, Q? What's up, Crystal? And whoever else is on, I didn't catch it. I just got on, so. It's just us right now. Okay. Hey, buddy. So hey. got one more person holding. They can hit one whenever they want to join. All right, here we go. Jumping in the mix to the 850 area code, the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida, to welcome on the man in black, making his way to the rain. Buck, what's going on, man? What up, what up? How's everybody doing this evening? Dr. Willis, Crystal. What's going on, Buck? Not much. Uh, As usual, this time of the year, I'm struggling trying to figure out what to get my, my dad for Father's Day. And, um, his birthday is always like around. His birthday is on the twenty third, so it's like a week after Father's Day. I got to do it all over again. He's the hardest man to shop for because he's seventy. Well, he will be um, seventy six years old this year. He doesn't care about anything. Um, so, I mean, he we bought him every every rod and reel he could fish with. Everything he can do stuff outside with and I mean you know you're 76 you collect quite a few gifts so at this point I have no idea what to get him so this is the time of the year where I struggle trying to figure out how to get him two gifts in a week's time yeah, so, that's sweet. Anyone feeling, my, it's, it's funny because my dad's birthday is on the 23rd too he'll be 75 so and uh, it, it is it is hard to pick something for your dad, especially when they got everything already. Yeah, either they got everything or don't care about anything. I mean, my father, he doesn't care to leave the house. You know, he not impressed by going places and stuff like that. He just likes to do his own thing, you know. So, I think I'm gonna get him a fedora, though. I'm gonna think I'm gonna give him a nice hat. So, <laughs> so he can wear in the house. <laughs> I mean, he just said he doesn't want to go anywhere. So why would he need a fedora? He'll wear it like you know. Well, he won't wear it to church, but I mean, he'll he'll yeah. wear it every now and then, like family reunions or. I mean, yeah. he he will leave the house once a month, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> every well, now and then, let's give the man who has everything. Let me give him the one, give him the one thing that he doesn't need. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> 
at this point, that's all you can do is give him stuff he doesn't need, I guess. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, before we go ahead and get this show kicked off with the main topic, we got to get crystallized. It's time to get crystallized. <laughs> All right. Um, of course, I'm Crystal Higginson, and um, I am bringing you the trending reports uh, that's been happening over the last week and day um, from GeekCrystalize.net. Uh, well, one of the things that you know has been talked about back and forth the last uh, few days has, is happening right here in Detroit. The Chaldean Americans uh, are being deported. Okay, they're literally being deported from um, as promised by Trump, and there's lots of outrage. One of the things that is kind of interesting, though, is that a lot, and I didn't know this, but a lot of Chaldeans voted for Trump, (laughs) and their outrage is the fact that they thought you know, um, by voting for him or whatever, by being Christians and not Muslims uh, primarily. Well, Chaldeans are Christians. You know, they are kind of like a direct line from Jesus, you know, kind of a thing. Um, So they felt that they were safe and that Trump would protect them or whatever. I don't know. I don't know why they thought this, but they did. And so, but... uh, I don't know if you guys know a lot of what's going on with, uh, you know, the deportation, but basically what it is, they have a deal with Syria and others that, you know, we will accept your refugees, but the ones who have any kind of criminal past um, will be deported, and there are quite a few who have, I mean, they've paid their time, they've been here a long time, they paid their dues or whatever, and they're being deported anyway. So lots of outrage, lots of protests that are happening in the area uh, regarding that. So pretty sad. It's pretty crazy. It's like, why in the hell did you vote for Trump? <laughs> I mean, he told you what he was going to do. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's, but there's so many who feel this way. You know, not just Chaldeans. You know, we can talk about the other people around the around the nation who are feeling now the wrath of Trump. But yeah, this is what's happening right now. So I mean, but it's like I don't know. We're used to people not voting their 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 interest, voting for their self interest. So I mean that's something that happens. But mm-hmm. by the same by the same token, this is very severe because this is having an immediate impact on on people, you know. It's not like you vote against your interests and it costs you tax money, you know, five, six years down the road. This is right. costing people citizenship, and it's pretty serious. Yeah, so it, it makes yeah, and they, and they actually feel that they, if they go back to, if they're sent back to Iraq, um, they will be killed, you know, yeah. which is why they came here in the first place, so... And my thing is like, you know what? 
I'll get out the country. Let me decide where I go. <laughs> <You know. laughs> let me self de- let me self deport. Right, you ain't gotta go. I, I'm not going back to Iraq. Right. I'll I'll float up to Canada and I'll be good. I don't know. It's kind of like the military. When you go overseas and they send you back home, you have to go back to wherever place you said you are coming from. Like, where are you going to go? I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll go back here because that's where my family is. So they, they give you one way to get back there. So, <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it's horrible. It's harsh. Um, people are really upset about it. I guess they thought it wouldn't happen, but it's happening. So. I mean, can you imagine going back to Iraq and being identified as a Christian? I mean, well, well, see, yeah, because ISIS, and that's their main fear, of course, and ISIS is, is Muslim, not even Islamic, really. They're just extremist um, Muslims, and so, yeah, it's, it's horrible. I mean, that's their fear. We don't know what's going to happen, but, but Trump obviously doesn't care. <laughs> okay. I'm getting some feedback from somebody's phone, like every five seconds or so, some scratching or something going on. All right, well, what else is going on? Um, we'll stay in kind of the quote-unquote political realm. Dennis Rodman um, <laughs> has gone back to North Korea um, to visit his friend, uh, quote-unquote, Kim Jong-un. Um, and I think they're, I think they're having sex. <laughs> that's my, that's my opinion. That's nobody else's opinion. Oh. Wow. <laughs> what do you think they're having? Sex? Wow. Okay. <laughs> that's just me. Okay, this is me. My thing. But anyway, um, Rodman is going back. Um, first of all, um, when he went before, as you guys remember, he went a few years back. He went to visit uh, with the North Korean. God, uh, and you know Trump, who wasn't president, of course, was very happy about that. You know, he thought, "Oh, good, this is a good idea." Blah blah blah. So he's going back again. Um, he feels that uh, he can be influential and he can help the relations between the countries. So I don't know. I just think this is crazy. It's baffling. What what exactly do they? seeing each other. I mean, I, every time I look at the two of them together, I think about the movie, the, was it The Interview? <laughs> and I just think about that. I, just, I think it's hilarious. And um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, well, one person said today that they feel, I, I believe there was a student that was released um, today. Um, he had been in uh, North Korea in prison for quite a while. And he has now been released, and they're saying maybe there's a kind of a correlation between Rodney going back and this, you know, turn of events. I don't know, but I think it's weird, and I just think they have a bromance, if nothing else. And I think they're. I think Dennis Rodman's undercover spy. <laughs> He's definitely a spy. Yeah, he's a spy of some sort. I don't know which which you know side he's at, on. At some <laughs> point, he's gonna, he's gonna show up with a bomb in his shoe, and <laughs> he's gonna level um, Kim Jong Un's palace, and it's gonna be a big deal. 
<laughs> Wishful thinking, right? <laughs> I mean, it's just a whole. Know, it's just right? a weird relationship, though. I mean, I'm like it Crystal. Is a weird I, thing. I, I'm no one, no one can get it. Yeah, no one can get it. You know, I yeah. mean, what's the dealio? Um, but who knows? Maybe I mean, maybe they just there's a kinship there. You know, they just you know they're like bro soulmates. But it's like you know, I mean, it could be best. It's friends. like the video. I, I know. That video where the baby antelope kept following her around, that mama lion. You know, it's just so weird looking. Well, you know, I'm I would not be surprised at at some point in life Rodman just comes up dead. <laughs> because, you know, he's not exactly you know, Kim is not exactly the the, the most you know, nice in in the world. So I don't know. I mean on a serious tip, I mean, though, he could change his if, mind at any moment. So. If you were Donald Trump, would you use Dennis Rodman to try to get peace with North Korea? Would you even fool with Dennis Rodman? I probably would. Well, I would wh- try it. why not? Why not? Would. Because yeah, I would. Because you you know you think about it like this: Donald Trump has already screwed up so so bad already. To the you know he's got the lowest ratings of any president coming into you know being in the office. For this short a period of time in, in 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 history, okay. So anything you know, anything he can tie his name to to make him look better, he'll send Rodman over there to do his dirty work. He said, "Hey, why don't you go over there and talk to Kim Jong Woo, whatever for me? You know, I hook you up." He ain't caring whether he ain't gonna hook him up because if Kim Jong Woo over there, he decide he want to kill his ass, he'll kill him. And you know, you know, then right. you know he'll say some little sob ass story and go on by his damn business. He ain't did. So he don't care. So well, he's already been over there. It's not like he hasn't been there before. So I say go. That's true. I say let Dennis work his magic and see what happens because stranger things have happened. That's true. For this guy to come and go to North Korea as freely as he has in the past, dude really does like him. So yeah, yeah apparently he uh, does. I mean, yeah, yeah, he that's Kim that's Kim Jong Un's you know one black friend, I guess. So uh, probably one friend. Period. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of them, he you know they're like his slaves. Yeah, they're ordered yeah, to be so his slaves. He doesn't really have friends over there, so. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Well, what are the one of the last stories I want to talk about, which I think is re- really interesting. I know last week we talked a little bit about that The Bachelorette, and I know you guys were yawning. But this is kind of interesting. Um, <laughs> on The Bachelorette, we know is our first black Bachelorette, which is great. And, uh, you know, you should be watching if you're not. It, although it didn't come on this week, it's, we'll be back next week. But she, on the last show, she kicked off um, DeMario. Jackson, if that's not a black name, I don't know what is. And uh, so he got kicked off. He was very um, cocky and everything about being with her, but he got kicked off. And I say that Rachel dodged a bullet because once you get kicked off of the bachelor or the bachelorette, the bachelor in, in world has a other shows. One of the other shows that they have spinoffs is called Bachelor in Paradise, where it's kind of like if you watch the real world, where they do kind of the little 
championships, tournaments, games, and stuff, kind of all fed of the real world. You're right. This is the same kind of thing. So the Bachelor in Paradise is where they do games and stuff, and they kind of try to hook up with the ones, the losers, kind of the loser's paradise hookup. Um, so anyway, Mario goes on to this show, and he's there now because, remember, the Bachelorette was taped a while ago. It's over. This um, is currently happening. And he not only is kicked off of that, but everybody is kicked off. It's in complete suspension. And why? Because DeMario is, he obviously either raped someone on camera or he had a sexual misconduct in a pool with a girl on camera. And what they're saying is, yeah, what they're saying is, is that she when you go into these shows, you know, they pump you full of liquor to keep you loose, to keep everybody laughing and happy or going crazy or whatever. So liquor is everywhere. She is in the pool. She is drinking. And she. everyone who was watching her said that she clearly was drunk and completely really out of it. They were having some sort of sex or whatever, oral sex you know, rubbing and touching each other, just, you know, going at it. And she says the next day that she doesn't remember any of that. So she was completely out of it. She doesn't remember it. She really doesn't blame it on Demario per se. She really blames it on the fact that the producer was not there to watch her. So they have producers who are in charge of right. certain other people there. So they kind of watch them and make sure they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, whatever. And this person was not paying attention or whatever. So they feel that things went further than they should have went because she could not say no, it, you know, in her capacity. So it's, it's a total, it, they shut down the show completely and they're investigating. <laughs> so DeMario goes from the bachelorette where he gets kicked off because his ex-girlfriend comes on there and says, oh, he's my man, so I don't know what you're talking about. And then he goes to the next show and basically almost rapes some chick on camera. So I'm like, wow. damn, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, yeah, so it, it's horrible, it's awful. We'll, you know, like I said, they are investigating. They'll see what's going to happen, what's going to turn off with this. But, wow. And you know what kind of gets me is that from the Bachelorette, this particular Bachelorette, you finally got real black guys on the show. And I say that as real black guys, meaning not just your spattering of, you know, cocoa butter black guys. No. You have real regular <laughs> black guys on the show. <laughs> you have some real, you know, Crisco Grease kind of, you know, brothers. So, you know, and Mario here, here is definitely, we go. he's definitely Crisco, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so you introduce these black guys to the Bachelor Bachelorette mix and all hell's about to break loose, which it did. Not only that, it broke loose to the fact that we got investigations and the damn show is off. Crazy. Not voting well for the African-American male right about now. So. <laughs> wow. But I do, I do want to say a little side note that um, 
I know you guys are going to talk about maybe talk about the NBA championships or whatever the hell. That was totally boring to me. But the only thing that was interesting is that Kevin Durant's ex is Rachel, the Bachelorette. So I thought that was kind of cool. And yeah. they broke up only because she went to um, went to law school or whatever, you know, that whole thing. But um, or they but broke yeah. up because. Oh. He's going bald and his head is nappy at the same time. Whatever. <laughs> I know, hey, right? He was a baller, though. Who cares? Go all He balled way. out. I don't give a damn how to nap his head. Air crystal? I know, right? What? That dude's hair looks up. so bad that his ears carry a gun. I mean, okay. his- if he was with me, he would go all the way bald. That would be it. You know, we just He would have to. Plus his damn yeah. teeth jacked up on top of it. I mean, uh, he got teeth for a fucking fine. train wreck. That's I mean, we to go All this is fixable. <laughs> I have never this wanted to brush my teeth so badly. <laughs> I know, right? Well, he's the freaking MVP or whatever they gave him. Um, yeah, Mr. Valuable Player or whatever. Yeah, so anyway, but that's the only great thing I got out of that whole game was that she was there. Um, and, you know, even though it's his ex. But, you know, what's interesting is that, remember on the show where she had them play basketball? And I was like, aha, that's why she had them play basketball. She wanted to do some ex comparison. So that's kind of cool. You know, we all do that, right? You know, we compare our ex. Like, hey, can you put this shirt on just to see if that looks good on you? Hmm, yeah, you can. Okay, take it off. But anyway, but anyway, that's what's trending to find out more of what's going on um, in the world. And there's lots more on net. Check it out. Make sure you subscribe. Catch us on Twitter. And follow along. Back to you. It's time to get crystallized. All right, my thanks to Crystal for that. Um, when, when it comes to Kevin Durant, NBA stands for a nappy, bald association, I guess. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> but thanks for the uh, trending topics and current events, Crystal. Yep. And we'll go ahead and get on to our main topic. Do you care what people think of you? Um, a lot of people probably don't, but I'll go ahead and Crystal, I'll start with you. Do you allow where you are, like say, for example, if you're in public, um, at a restaurant, at a library or whatever, do you allow where you are to determine how you speak or act? Absolutely. Of course. Yeah. That was one of the first things I was taught, (laughs) you know, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you go to a nice restaurant and, you know, footy footy or whatever, then you want to look nice and you want to wear your hair a certain way and you want to act respectable or whatever. You know, if you go into the chicken shack, you know, down in, you know, Detroit on Woodward, then, you know, you can act any way you want. <laughs> and you have to act a little differently there, too. So, yeah, where I am dictates what I act like to an, to an extent. 
I mean, but like, if you talk one way at home and another way in other places, does does that make you fake? No, no, that makes me smart. Because okay, I can't talk the way I talk at home, which you know is cursing and you know I'm half drunk half the time or you know shit like that. I can't do that at let's say work, you know, in a meeting or something like that. I can't talk the way you know I talk. So you have to, depending on who you're around, is whatever you show them. You can't show people who are rookie moves, rookie rookie ghetto rookie moves. You know, is when you act the same way you act wherever the hell you are. Unless you're a billionaire and then you'll be named as eccentric or something like that and we have to put up with you because, you know, you're paying our bills. But other than that, if you're not that person, then no, you can't do that. You know, you have to conduct yourself depending on your environment. That's just smart. So, no, it's not fake. Buck, what do you think? Do you agree with Crystal, or do you think if you're one way at home and you're another way out and about, does that make you fake? I don't think so. I mean, there, you know, we as, as of Afro Americans, um, we have to change. Afro. You know, some of the things, you know, and on how you talk in certain certain arenas, just so you can be accepted. So it doesn't make you fake. You know. I think you should be professional around professionals. And, you know, you pretty much know how you need to be when you're around certain people. So, you know, you, you have to kind of change, you know, for that, you know, because that could be the difference between, you know, being accepted and being not accepted, being paid more, being paid less, whatever the situation may be. So it doesn't make you fake. I don't know, Dr. Willis. Some of these millennials don't seem to uh... – Agree. Uh-huh. I mean, why do you, why do you think the younger generation kind of kind of gets away from caring what people think? Because I mean, I can be at the movies and have kids with me, and they still just curse and crack up and say whatever as if you know they're around their peers. I think uh, the millennials got it right. To be honest with you, I think that we, our generation, the older, are I wouldn't call them fate. I wouldn't call us fate, but we're conditioned. And, um, you know, we want to fit in with people that are not us or, you know, you know, be, you know, something that we may not be on a day-to-day basis. So you have to play their game in order to play in their world. Uh, folks always say all the time, you know, saying that, uh, you know, some people, you know, you talk white, you act white, you talk black, you act black. And then you get those that say it ain't no such thing and blah, blah, blah. But I think once you get past the pettiness of it, there is a such thing. It's talking white or talking black or whatever. You talk the way you were raised in your environment. Now, even white folks have to talk white because that's why we go to school and you, they teach you English because you're not learning. You know, I mean, you can understand me perfectly fine right now. Whether I start talking, you know, saying what they label as Ebonics or Jive or if I start speaking like a, an Oxford you know, scholar, you're going to understand me regardless. However, they still have to teach you how to talk like the upper crust of America. So, when they when so when someone tell you that you talk white, you actually really do, you know, you go to school to learn how to talk white, because that there's there's no other sector or section of you know this this nation that you know you you learn to talk white unless you take African studies or something like that where they where they'll teach you you know that you know dialect from other uh, cultures or something, but you learn to talk white, 
and uh, and 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 like I said, some people want to brush that off and, and try to play, you know, play dumb and say, "Oh, you can't talk a color," but you no, know, don't be stupid. You know, you know, you talking like white folks, upper crust white people. So uh, you learn that. And so what millennials doing right now is saying, "Hey, you know, um, why should I be embarrassed of who I am?" You know, and and and. And the thing is, I mean, even for myself, like you know, when I when I learned, you know, went to you know school and and was taught English, proper English, and things like that. The more you you are, um, you know, you succumb to that training and stuff. The more you start becoming embarrassed of who you are when you start speaking or going back to you know your roots and stuff. You're like, man, that's that's not proper. Or you cringe when you hear something you know that that you know wasn't you know that's not proper to you. And so I had to learn how to revert back to who I was and not forget where I come from. And so now I don't have a problem with millennials talking the way they talk. I mean, as long as they're not cussing everybody out and, you know, being disrespectful, and, and you know, to someone else. You know, if they're speaking, you know, the, the dialect of the African-American community or if they're speaking a dialect of Spanish, Hispanic community or whatever the case may be, wherever they're from, I'm fine with that. You know, so I think that we're not we're not fake being fake or anything like that when we do try to go and act bougie or trying to talk proper, you know, at these places. We're just conditioned. And they're not. Okay. Very interesting, sir. Very interesting point of view. Back to the phone lines I go. Sponsored by SFX Valley. To the 601 area code. The Magnolia State of Mississippi. What up, Q? What up, Radio World? Ain't nothing happening. And Eminem, do you care what people think about you? I mean, why or why not? Uh, I I only care about people. Okay, that's a twofold answer, but it's going to sound like I'm answering the way I'm not. I care, and I care a lot. But my caring is not somebody who is trying to be like somebody else. I'm my own individual, definitely. But I want to presume to you what I want you to think of me, if that make any sense. Like, like um, uh, pretty much everything I do is with with, with perception in mind. Because one thing about it, man, like they got a saying in Hollywood about perception is everything. So it's just like, uh, just like right now, I just give some some basics of about myself. As far as and I'm still trying to answer that question, like uh, you know, kind of like uh, most people that meet me for the first time. Um, pretty much, I'm gonna drop hints and clues to let you know that you know basically what type of dude I am, or or what I like or don't like, and, and that's just to make sure that it's always a, a level of understanding. You see what I'm saying? Because. Uh, uh, it's all about respect. You see what I'm saying? So, like, if if you if you're a person that commands a lot of respect, you're always gonna basically carry yourself in a way, or communicate in this sense, in a way where you're gonna give respect, but you're gonna receive respect too, because you're gonna drop clues on a bunch of different things that might keep somebody from crossing a certain line. Like right mm-hmm. now. Um, you know, some people call it homophobic, but it's not. But my thing is, I'm not gonna 
I'm I you know, I'm gonna be respectful to anybody, but I'm gonna drop enough clues to let somebody know that if you just happen to be somebody who's uh, you know, homosexual or whatever, yeah, that's your business, but it's my business too. You know, I'm gonna drop enough clues to be like, Look, motherfucker, don't come at me like that now, shit. You know. It, you know. I'm not saying nobody is, but I, I, I know that uh I know I just got on the call, but one the one difference about millennials versus Generation X and definitely the, the the you know the baby boomers is the fact that it was certain parameters that everybody built up before you could even kind of get close to them. You know, you you have to let people know like what line not to cross, and that's not to make people. It's not to come off like you're not your own individual and you're independent and what people think don't matter, but it's just a way to, uh, I I look at it as a way to keep down conflict because if I throw enough clues out there to let you know who or what I am, then that's less likely for us to bump heads, you know, like like if a, like if a dude's in the clan. Look, look, motherfucker, I want to know that. You know, I don't want to be somewhere and partying with your ass and, I'm looking around and I'm you know, being like Ice T on uh that damn movie Surviving the Girl, they was hunting his ass and shit. I ain't got time for no shit like that. So, you know, drop some clues on me, you know. Oh, I walk up, your garage is loaded with fucking Confederate flags and and, you know, anti Obama this and all that shit. I said, Oh, okay, you know, hell shit. Okay, I get I I get the message without saying. You know. Like if I go to a uh urban environment somewhere. I'm looking like, okay, I'm reading graffiti on the wall. Like, okay, man, what the fuck am I? Because I don't want to get crossed up with nobody and somebody walk up and like, you know, what's up with this? I'm like, man, nigga, what you talking about? Shit, I'm visiting. You know what I'm saying? So I think with, with African Americans, it's like a double whammy because culturally everything affects everything with communication that you, you almost have to be you you have to be uh, protrude the image you want people to have of you, you know. And sometimes ignorance is survival. Sometimes you got to say I'm the baddest motherfucker up in here to survive. <laughs> oh man, Crystal. <laughs> Crystal, can you value your, your reputation and still not care what other people think of you? Can you value your reputation and still not care what other people think about you? Or do you yeah, have to I care think. in order to, val- to say you value your reputation? Uh, you know, I think that, you know, um, you can do both. You can... Depending on what type of person you are, um, you can value your reputation because if that's what you're about, which is your reputation, which a lot of us are, so yeah, you do value it. You value what people think. It's um, a little ridiculous not to value what people think. And even those who say they don't value what people think, they don't care what anybody thinks, I mean, it's, it's total bullshit. You know, but you know, because they're too busy making sure everybody knows that they don't care. So therefore, obviously, they care. Yeah. You know? Um, and I just have to speak on um, 
what the doctor said about talking white. I have to speak on that. Okay. First of all, first of all, um, I think that's total bullshit. And whoever mm-hmm. is listening who's black, I hope you fucking don't think that way because it's stupid. Sorry about it. What's that? The thing is, and I and I say this for a uh, very personal reason. When I grew up, um, I grew up primarily in New York, okay? And so, you know, where everybody has different dialects or whatever. We're not talking about that. We're talking about using speech well, all right? I didn't realize that my the way I talked was different until I came to Tennessee, all right? And when I came to Tennessee, I used to get made fun of for like two seconds, but I was made fun of for speaking proper. And, in other words, speaking the Queen's English, you know, knowing how to put string a few words together and make a real sentence. Okay, I knew how to do that. Um, And everybody I knew knew how to do that. Okay. So when I came to Tennessee, I got made fun of like that. And not only the way I spoke, but the... um, I guess, I guess, I don't know, maybe I sounded white to them. And I heard that a lot later, not then when we were little kids, but I heard it more as we got older. And that pissed me off. That pissed me off. And so as soon as I heard that, I vowed to myself privately that I will always speak this way. Because fuck you. Because <laughs> fuck you for sounding like a motherfucking bad-ass Negro who don't want to speak the real fucking English. It has nothing to do with being white. It has to do with learning how to speak. And I think it's offensive and to say that a person who speaks well is trying to speak white. Because what that says is that if you're not white, there's something wrong with you. That you obviously don't know how to speak, so that's how you should talk. I think you're like, Hey, but you know the origin of that stuff, people, right? But, but, yeah, you know, yeah, it's, and I, it's, it's horrible. You know, it's so horrible. Yeah, it's, 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 the, it's the feel nigger versus the house nigger. And, and, you know, that's how it all really started. Exactly. True. I, right. I, know exactly. I, I have to respectfully disagree and with I that because it's the thing, though. You do not no, no, I'm, I'm not calling, I'm not calling nobody that now, I'm, but I'm saying I'm not, the no. origin of that because the people in the fields never heard more than just what them because the the okay the overseers was the ignorant white people so they sounded like ignorant white people but the white people who spoke the queen's english was the the the, the slave man i can't even say master but the people who owned slaves and the but people that worked they, around at some point, them, didn't they have to learn how to speak the queen's english is what i'm telling you though right but but that's what i'm saying so that, and that's all I'm saying. The that you got no, no, I'm saying that's how I'm saying, but that's where that conflict started from. If you if you came across somebody in eighteen, well, at least in the South anyway, eighteen sixty something, or fifty something, and a motherfucker sound like they knew what they were saying, it's like shit. You already knew he worked in the big house. I was just saying that's the origin of it. Right, right. But what I'm saying though is is because right now. She's speaking out of emotions. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't oh, deal with emotional. it. <laughs> emotional. You just right, call every other Negro stupid. Hold on, hold on. It just sounds that way. But what I'm saying, otherwise, what they're I'm trying saying, to be something right, bigger than what right, they are. Right, 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 right. Got it. But what I'm saying is that <laughs> nobody, nobody, nobody is teaching you how to speak like us in in college. 
<laughs> so you have to learn to go how to talk like other white because now you said white folks have to learn how to talk white. And I don't mean by the, the tone or whatever you use. So if you want to, you know, if you're talking about tone, that's a whole different category. What I'm saying is proper English. Proper English is, is a.k.a. speaking like upper crust white Americans. They don't teach us how to speak like we do. I mean, you know, you can understand everything I say if I speak like I'm back on the block with my boys. So why is that frowned upon? That's slang. That's slang. That's completely different from the real language. Just like if you (laughs) go to a foreign country. You're so so ingrained into the real language, right? So that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, anything that. that, The language of of this country is English. We don't live in Mexico. We're in Mexico. Yeah, but but, but this but this the messed up thing about it, and, and I think Bobby will agree with me, is the fact that, okay, like right now, like right now, if I were to get a job somewhere out of my region, Indians, I'm talking about Indians from India, I mean, they'll be accepted for speaking proper English, but they got an accent heavy as hell. Like Nigerians and shit speak beautiful English, but the shit is a heavy accent. Okay, shit. I know how to make subject and verbs agree, but I got a fucking southern accent, but that don't make that don't make a nigga ignorant. So, I guess that's what Bobby's saying. Oh, like, you know, it, it, you know. But a lot of time in America, the perception is like accents and slang get mixed up, and um, a lot of times black people have kind of had a thing amongst each other, especially in the, you know, the lower-income neighborhoods throughout or whatever, where if you assimilated your voice, where you could actually work at anybody's downtown and blend in, that you were sounding white. And a lot of people took that as sellout. Nobody's calling nobody sellout, but sounding white is just speaking proper English. Because that's that's who it is. That's Anglo-Saxon language. Right. But I exactly. Can, I can tell you, ninety-nine percent of the white people I grew up with don't know how to speak the Queen's English, and a lot of black people speak it better than them because and of the rural area. Exactly. Right. So, so it doesn't <laughs> have anything have to, to do learn. with the color of your skin. It has right. to do with whether or not you're speaking proper English. It has nothing to do because I I have known people who have accents, thick accents from wherever they are, from whatever part of the country that they're in or whatever, who use proper English. They just happen to have an accent. That has nothing right. to do with with trying to be, I don't know, northern or northeastern or whatever. They don't say, oh, you're just trying to be like New Englanders. No one says that to other white people. <laughs> Right, but you want to hear that shit in low-income areas and stuff like that. But most of the time, but now, now, one thing about it, one thing about it, I, I had to kind of end up living in two different worlds because what happened was I got smarter than my environment, and I had to kind of do like Bobby, but in a different way. It was like I was getting to the point where I was gravitating to the use of words so quickly as a lad coming up that, you know, I was just like, okay, I'm using shit that people don't understand. It's not so much of the of the way I was using it, but it's like the vocabulary was so damn broad. It's like, man, I got to water this shit down just to have a conversation. Because these motherfuckers exactly. don't know the clue what yeah. I'm talking about. It's like, man, what you say about exactly. my mom? Nigga, I ain't talking about your mom. You know? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> right over here. You know? I'm, you know I'm All right, right, well, let me jump in. 
Um, it's been an interesting discussion. It's not really the the question. <laughs> <I was asking. laughs> well, Gosh darn, hey, man! Our president, darn. President Forty Four, spoke better. Very and he's a half tier nigga. He he spoke better uh, English than the damn Anglo-Saxon born Forty Fifth president. So that's that's something to think about. I mean, the the question was really <laughs> referencing. Um, disrespectful speech, more so than ebonics or anything like that. But oh, like cussing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, oh, damn! Yeah. I had, I, but, I got all off in left field. I didn't even know what the topic discussion. was. My bad. No, no, Bobby did that for us. So. No, 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 no. the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, okay, we're well, about so what is a cuss word then? Huh? Did y'all talk about that? It's for regarding the topic. I mean, I'm saying like disrespectful language. I'm saying like, what what is a cuss word? Like like who who defined the cuss word? Because I just noticed that uh, uh, in some countries, especially in Europe, uh, I know been to Europe. Bobby probably have some of y'all probably have too. But I know they say like uh, a lot of things you would see on commercials are a lot more quote unquote risque than what you see in America. So I was just wondering who made cuss words a cuss word. Hypersensitive folks over here. I mean, shit. You go overseas, you'll see women with the you know titties out. It's nothing. You hear um, like in London and England, you know, they'll talk about you know a fag, which is a cigarette. <laughs> you can't even say fag over here, you know, without eliciting you know mean looks and 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 undertones and stuff. So, I mean, it's, it's just you know the the people who make the rules over here. <laughs> you know, and, and no, no, it is not the people who make the rules over here. Every culture. I've been overseas as well, and every culture knows what what their curse words or, or, you know, their slang, foul language is because, you know, when I was in Italy, I learned Italian, but someone else said, okay, but here are the real words you need to learn as well. In other words, here are the curse words or the slang. So, I mean, every culture has that. They know what it is. Now, maybe in certain areas, they may use it more than other areas, just like here. But everybody knows what, what's a curse word and what's not a curse word, so, or a gesture and what's not a, you know, a cursing gesture. So it's everywhere and it's just across the board. All right. Yeah, but 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 who but who who? What, what I'm saying, I I I don't know. I, right. I guess what I'm saying is who <laughs> determined. <laughs> When you could use that shit, you know, I'm just saying, like, who fucking knows? Is, is it the church or what? I'm just trying to feel like I like knowing the largest stuff. Like, you that know, like, okay, like when we were kids, like we, when we was kids, like on a record or something, like words like "damn" and shit would get beeped, and then, um, you know, probably in the last twenty years, you know, they don't bleep. Damn or ass no more. And I heard somebody. Uh, I was watching. Uh, I think Bravo Network or some shit was on. There's so many damn cable channels now. But but they were saying, you know, a chick made a reference to somebody's dick, and and it wasn't blurred out. So I was just saying, like every so many years, it seemed like the definitions of a what's offensive changes. If that make any sense, y'all know what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, I know when Lucy Ball was on, I love Lucy. She got pregnant. And she couldn't even say the word pregnant. They just said they had to send her somewhere or something. I, I don't know because you couldn't even say pregnant on TV. Y- 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 y'all feel me? I'm saying like. Yeah. 
you know, when that damn yeah. timeline, when is that timeline going to end where we get to the final conclusion of what's what's mm-hmm. this and what's not that? I'm just saying. I don't know. know. I, I remember when. I remember when 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 saying something like "faggot" was just a normal word. You see it on movies and anything now. Shit, man, that's like calling somebody a motherfucker. I mean, I'm just saying it's totally. You know, I'm just saying like shit. You know, because I I love the message. You know, uh, you know the the old school rap song, and you know they was talking about you know living the undercover fag and all that stuff like that. But you know, it's just like that was commonplace. It wasn't that you was disrespecting nobody. It was just talk. Uh, but now. But, like, in the early 80s, you say ass or something, shit, unless you got an uncut tape or something, or uh, 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 Richard Pryor album or something like that, you know, all that shit beeped out. You hear the bleeps on the DJ bleeping and then beep, beep, you know. <laughs> y'all, Those bitch, y'all remember Lakeside, White Horse? If you want to be rich, you got to be a bitch. Then it go beep, you know. <laughs> <laughs> At one time, that was for the protection of kids, but uh, now people decided kids no longer need protection you know, as far as what they hear. Mm-hmm. So I think and, and every song is referencing sex. I, I remember the word sex was not really used that much. I mean, it was no. a block, but nobody really said, you know, sex. It was just right, get it with was you or lay with you or be with you, but it wasn't just sex, sex, you know. <laughs> you know, because right. the more open it is, it hurts the market. It's just like cocaine. You know, you legalize the shit where, you know, you're killing the drug dealers. So, you know, back in the day, the more restrictions America had, the better it was for pimps. <laughs> <laughs> Off, really. I don't even All right. Getting back to the topic. <laughs> <laughs> and away from doing okay. Crystal, back to you. How can someone develop a bad oh. online or social media reputation? You know, is, is that important? Um, I, I guess you're asking me. Okay. Well, I guess it yes. depends on what um what their brand if they if they have a brand and what they're trying to sell out there as themselves or whatever. Or um, I guess a bad reputation, and it's defined in many different ways. I guess, but um, I guess, if you're all like okay, you can have for me, you can get a bad reputation by always. Um, posting every single thought that you have on your Facebook page or whatever. You know, I mean, like you have a moment and then you start typing about every single thing in your head, like a diary or something, or talking about someone where, you know, they just talk about, well, my baby mama did this and I can't do it. It's, it's like, why are you putting this? Out there, that's to me. That's a bad reputation because I don't want to. I don't want to read that. I don't want to see that. Um, posting nothing but naked women. <laughs> that's a bad reputation. It's like you know, go get girlfriend. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, or always, I, I guess you can get a bad reputation, or, or by being someone who's just a, a troller who just 
goes around and always said, you know, causes trouble or starts shit with people for no reason. <laughs> just, just people, you know, get angry. And so you usually trolls. I mean, that's, that's definitely a bad reputation. So all those things really just me Okay. And so, Dr. Willis, we, we realize that people um, sometimes are held to a certain standard when it comes to social media, you know, and their reputation with social media. So do you think that um, social media can determine um, your, well, do you think that your reputation on social media can determine if you get fired from a job or not? Do you think that's fair? Um. I don't know if someone has a reputation on uh, getting you fired, but I know if you say or, or post the wrong shit and your um, employer see it, they can get you fired. But, um, uh, you know, your reputation, you know, is going to be what it is. I think, I think folks, folks, you're going to have, you have those folks, you can say, you can say the dumbest shit ever and you're going to have folks that's going to applaud it. And you're going to have folks that are going to be against, it. you can say the, the best or the brightest, most profound shit. You're gonna have folks that's with it. You're gonna have folks that's against it. So, uh, I think nowadays it's getting to the point where it doesn't even matter. I don't even think you even get judged. You just, you know, you just either. Um, I mean, you may get a reputation, so to speak, but not one that's gonna, you know, go further than social media itself. Somebody may look at you. Oh, that's that's the clown right there. That's, you know, that guy's funny, or this is the, you know, the womanizer, or this is, you know, you know, this this is the angry black woman. You know, you might get that shit, but I think. All that is just, you know, down to the individual. I don't, I don't think it. Unless you guys that are using social media as a, as a tool to make money or to um, put out a product, I don't think it'll, it really affects the just the individual layperson. What do you feel about jobs firing you because of your online reputation that you post? I, I think it's stupid. Uh, I don't care what you say, how you say it. Um, short of talking about killing somebody, of course, but um, I don't think you should get fired, even if it's a racist. They they think it's a racist shit. I don't think who the jobs that post on racist fire. You know what I mean? Um, if anything, they can tell on themselves, and, and now people in that area would know who not to go to. But when you when you getting people fired, so the real racists are gonna stay in the closet. And guess what? You might have to end up going to see one of those fuckers at, at some point to get some. Type and then you could have avoided that by you know letting them expose themselves. But I don't I don't believe in calling a, a employer because it's not an employer's job or business to um, get into your personal life. I, that, I mean that's just my opinion. They do it anyway, but I don't think they should. Buck, what's your opinion? Well, I, I don't think they should either. Um, you know, it's you know society now has changed so much to the point to where, I mean, you're always on your toes, you know, about something. You know, you shouldn't have to, you know, we live in a country where it's free speech, so you should be able to say what you want. But now, you know, the country is divided, and I think that's the reason why, you know, people say certain things on social media, it gets blown out of proportion. And people don't take time to actually read and you know they just see what they want to see it's selective selective reading if you want to call it that and they they quick to judge you when they shouldn't be quick to judge i mean everybody should have their own have the right to their own opinion 
but it shouldn't be to the point to where it destroys friendships or or families or anything like that. People will take me way too far and way out of you know way out of bounds. So you know people should you know you should value the opinion and move on from it. It shouldn't be something where it turns into a, a damn fiasco. Okay, M.M., how do you feel about jobs firing people over what they post on social media? Well, I mean, to an extent, they almost don't have a choice. Like, 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 uh, in certain cases, especially especially with uh, a, a uh, racist undertones or something like that. I mean, if if you are a, uh, you know, not just some kind of mom and pop, you know. Horseshoe maker or some bullshit like that, but if you you know you fortune fortune five hundred, and you know you don't want you don't want that kind of publicity to the point where people saying okay well we ain't gonna buy your shit and all this kind of stuff like that. So you're like yeah let's get this motherfucker up out of here you know. So it's not like you might say, and I'm and I'm talking about everybody on the phone like you know we don't have shit in the bigger scheme of things like you know like a fortune five hundred. I ain't calling nobody on here broke, but I'm just saying. We're not Fortune 500 people, even if we got our own business. But, you know, if you got to make a choice between cutting somebody's throat who ain't, you know, who's, you know, going to cost possibly millions in sales, well, you're reacting to the, the financial aspect of the threat of it. You're not really caring about, you know, as a person, you probably don't give a shit what he posts. You're like, shit, as long as the motherfucker clock in 8 o'clock, I don't give a damn what he do. But if you think you're going to lose money, well, you know, that's the other side of the coin you got to be on. Like, nah, I ain't going to lose no money for nobody. Not like that. Uh, now, outside of a big corporation, it shouldn't matter to nobody else. I mean, like if a guy is working at a, you know, at a damn chicken plant or something, and he talking about, man, fuck these, you know, crazy-ass hoes, and I'm going to come in and slap this bitch teeth out and all that. As long as you're on that damn assembly line Monday morning plucking them damn chickens, they don't give a shit. But if you are, you know, you are, you know, uh, some kind of politician uh, or a politician slash businessman like Herman Cain, and, you know, you you nailing, you know, half your staff or something getting out and, and you saying something crazy to my old boy, look at them tits or something like that, well, yeah. And if that's gonna cause loss in sales, it's gonna make people react different. So, but if you, if you, and and this is the thing about it, you know, it's one of the few things that a poor man got over a rich man. You know, not necessarily black or white, but poor versus rich. If you poor, you you free to do whatever the fuck you want to. Like my thing, you know, I always complain about not having a certain amount of money. But sometimes I think about it like, man, one of my favorite things to do is hear myself talk on Talk to Q show. I couldn't do this shit if I was under a damn microscope and I got to, you know, you know, all this gospel I drop, I got to play it back and somebody can't understand it because they ain't ready for the game. And they talking about you fired and all that shit. And, uh, you know, I ain't got right. time for that. So. Okay. All right. And um, so... I, I, I guess to, to wrap things up, you know, when it comes to reputation, a lot of people say they don't care what people think, but they really do. Oh, yeah, they um, do. And, and it's probably situational. 
In certain situations, yeah, you don't care, but in other situations, you probably do. The crystal, uh, we'll, we'll get out on this one. When it comes to a dating reputation, if a person has a reputation for being a cheater, do you allow that person a chance? Well, since I still sleep with men, <laughs> then I guess so. So there it is. <laughs> I mean, come on. He has a dick, he's a cheater. I mean, that's just the way it is. That doesn't mean he'll cheat on you. It just means that, you know, at some point in life he was. So whatever. I mean, you know, I don't really, that's a, well, I don't really look at it like that. Because you know what? The way I look at it as far as relationships are concerned, you don't know the reputation that person may have about whatever. Um, that may happen. It, it may have happened in the past, but it may not necessarily happen to you in their relationship because they, you're a different person, this is a different time, and they may have changed. Who knows? Or they may not feel like, okay, I've done enough of all that, so I don't want to do that anymore. Um, some of the things, they can't be changed because it's really about who they are on a very crucial level, like if a person is a beater, you know, has been abusive to someone, I they will probably abuse you at some point, you know, quite frankly. Uh, so, those oh, man. kinds of things. That, that is so, that, not that part about the beater, but the other thing you said, that is so true. I just got to amen that because that's basically how dudes do. You know, it's like, shit, man, you know, you come across a chick that, Sound like she can't read or probably in special ed or whatever. The average nigga gonna come at her different, you know. But if you know, if you sound like you know what's up, you know, a lot of times guys won't pull certain things because they figure you you gonna kind of know, you know. So that's 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 real. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think I think we're all like that. Not really, not just men, but you know, I think we're all like that to a certain extent. You know, when it comes to people. I mean, I've met guys, uh, I may have talked about it on the show, where right before I met my first or second husband, <laughs> I um, I was basically out there doing my thing and, you know, with different guys and just having a good time. And then when I met him, I stopped. Okay, oh, that DW hit, huh? He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a different kind of guy. But yeah, so we can meet people. Yeah, you know that DW. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Okay, no talking. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well, Straight um, dick whipped. <laughs> God damn it. Anyway, I know what PW is. <laughs> Uh, it show off the rails. All right. So uh, next week we'll discuss. We'll be um, actually next week the show will air on Monday. Keep that in mind. The show will air on Monday next week. Uh, a little June Tank celebration. So we'll discuss some topics surrounding the Black community. Should be interesting. You know, Juneteenth was a celebration of, like, the slaves finding out they were free. There were some people, you know, it wasn't any 
Twitter for them to follow or anything back then. So things had to travel word of mouth. So it took a little while for some people to realize, hey, you're free. So on Monday's show, we're going to get the word out to some people who may not know some things they need to be doing or focusing on in the black communities. So that's going to be I'm Monday. My third parade this year with my football team, by the way. So Excellent. Yeah. Congratulations. Oh, okay. Uh, Juneteenth parade. Juneteenth parade. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I'd rather say, what, what, what is he talking about? I, I thought you were going to say something about Juneteenth. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I, I was, yeah, I was saying, yeah, I meant to say Juneteenth parade, you know. Okay, that's what's oh, up. Yeah. Okay. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> that was just so random. I, was, <laughs> I know it was, but I had to go ahead and say uh, congratulations but, anyway. Like, fuck okay. it. But, but, but hearing all these references, all this reference to, 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 to D and P in the same sentence, man, they, they they have you, you know, your eyes blinking sometimes. It's like, like you know. I, I have a dentist appointment August twenty fourth. So. All right. Uh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good. Great. <laughs> so, but yeah. So we'll the show will be on Monday at nine p.m. Eastern. We do have zone coverage tomorrow. Zone coverage tomorrow, nine p.m. Eastern. We'll talk about the NBA finals. We'll um, the young brothers will be on to talk boxing. They went to Hall of Fame this weekend. They hooked up with James Lights Out Tony. James oh. Tony said he wants to come on and do the show. Um, so hopefully, oh, damn. Okay. Get him on soon. And we'll preview that Ward, Andre Ward, Sergey Kovalev fight that's going Ooh. on this weekend. Ward, Ward going to kick his ass. Ward. I can't wait for that fight. Yeah. So that's tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern. And then T2Q returns next week, Monday. Monday, 9 p.m. Eastern. So, final thoughts. You can discuss uh, what you think about your reputation. You know, should people care? Should people not care what other people think? And also, the Golden State Warriors, a lot of them are hinting around that they're not going to visit the White House like the NBA champions traditionally do. Uh, Now that 45 is in the White House, they're speculating that they may not visit. So you can comment on that if you want, if they should or should not, um, and give your final thoughts. And Crystal, I will start with you. Okay, that was quick. Um, good show. Um, Thank you. <laughs> as far as uh, reputation, I think we should always be thinking about um, how you are presenting yourself to the world, and. Yeah, I guarantee you if you don't care about that, then people will take you at your word <laughs> if you don't care and, you know, treat you accordingly you know, or not. So I think we all do it subconsciously anyway. I think, you know, as I said before, even people who always say, well, I, know, I don't care about anybody thinks. I mean, <laughs> they care about what somebody thinks. Yeah. Even if it's nothing but their mother or, or maybe their spouse or children. I mean, they care about something, someone. So, you know, but um, as far as, you know, um, the not going to the president you know, or to the White House, I think this really should be up to that person. I mean, I forgot what what athlete that was who didn't go see Obama. Um uh, was it Tom? Not 
Tom Brady, is it Tom Brady? Whatever his name is, uh, the football player. Yeah, um, it was Brady. He didn't go. Huh, Brady. Tom Brady, James Harrison. Uh, yeah, he didn't go see. Didn't go see him, and you know, of course, he said something about he was busy. I mean, like who was busy? You know, what is <laughs> the president? Yeah. That's a crying out loud. But anyway, so he didn't want to go, so he didn't go. And I'm sure it was probably because of who Obama was. So, you know, even though he won't admit that, but uh, he is a Trump supporter. And I think if people don't want to go, they don't think they should have to go. You know, because it, 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 it kind of takes away from the whole experience. Maybe you can go at another time. You just want to see the White House. You can go at any time you want. Um, but to say that I have to be a representation of something and go, you know, I don't think you should have to. I don't think it should really matter. And uh, since we won't be back, I want to, um, until next week, I want to, you know, definitely wish a fellow Geminian to pop. Happy birthday. And um, I hope to see the movies this weekend. If not, I'll next time, but um, probably not going to go on the 16th to see it. <laughs> um, birthday is going to be wild. I'm sure there's a lot of motherfuckers there. I'll probably take another day to see the movie. But, um, but I hope it's good. That's all I can say. I hope it's good because it has definitely been hyped up a lot. I've seen several interviews um, with, uh, with Jenny Boom. Um, I've seen just other people talking about it, and of course, they got the commercials out and everything. So I just hope it's good. That's all I can say. I just hope it's good. So I look forward to that. But anyway, um, good show, and I look forward to the next one. All right. Thank you very much, ma'am. And um, also, when you mentioned movies, for some reason, it made me think of um, Adam West. You know, rest in peace to the, to yeah, the original yeah. Batman. Exactly. Original Batman. Yeah. Yeah. I remember enjoying that stuff when I was a a kid, watching those reruns in the seventies. And uh, yeah, Batman has come a long way. He's not as friendly. <laughs> no, as Batman I, is but, iconic. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. definitely not as friendly no more. No. So, but um, yeah, that guy, that guy, rest in peace to him. So, all right, thank you, Crystal. And let's see, Eminem, I go with you. Oh man, great show. Uh, you know, fantastic topics that always, you know, things just showing, uh, showing the world that you have a, you know, a plethora of, of uh, you know, of uh, different angles and shit. You know what I mean? So. Uh, uh, what was the very first topic we talked about? Uh, I think well, I the whole thing the about um, well, we started off. Um, Crystal discussed uh, what did we discuss and get crystallized? Crystal, the, the deportation of um, Iraqis and the deportation, yeah, the Chaldeans, and then we talked a little bit about the rape allegations for um, the Bachelor of Paradise for the black yeah. guy. Um, yeah, so stuff like that. Yeah. And then um, just reputations, and do do you care what people think about you? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, deportation or whatever, man, shit, you know, 
if a motherfucker ain't supposed to be over here, send their ass back wherever they came from. Uh, you know, it don't matter what, what color it is, but just be fair about it. Because, uh, you know, um, you know, you can't turn around and turn your you know, head to some people and let others in. Now, that was for the, you know, all this other bullshit started happening. But, I uh, mean, you know, it's, it's just like, you know, just, just be fair about it, you know, like, you know, just like when you're shopping in the stores, like, I don't mind being followed, but, man, don't don't let me look around and, you know, shit, you ain't following this little white dude. Now, if I'm walking around with a ski mask in my pocket, well, yeah, of course follow me, but if I'm, if I'm dressed the way this motherfucker dressed, it's just the same, I'm good. You know, I'm good. I don't care what you do, I'm good. So, that's how I feel about that. Uh, reputation, man, reputation is everything. Uh, that's all a black man really got. You know, uh, we ain't got no money, so when you're born, you know, once you start walking and shit like that, you know, you start putting putting two and two together. It's like, okay, what can I do to be successful in this world? Okay, um, genetically, not for every single person, but for a lot of us, you know, you might be athletically inclined in some aspect. So you take that to your advantage. Um, you know, uh, once you reach puberty, um uh, you realize that, you know, based on perception anyway, that, you know, you have some advantage over other cultures, so you definitely use that to your advantage. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, you lose that virginity quick on others. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> um, you know, um, now, now one thing, for all the people who said nothing matters, now nah, nobody don't want to say their damn breath stank or some shit like that. So that's you know everybody care about something. Um, you know, you know, no. I'm talking about the most independent woman out there. Nobody wants, even if it's a lie, nobody wants somebody to post something about man. I got an STD from this bitch. I mean, you know, it's certain stuff that nobody wants to have. You know, in their reputation. You know, and. You know, one of the things that that makes guys uneasy, you know, especially if they, you know, get up on something that they very attracted to, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, niggas holding their breath and shit like, man, please, man, man, please don't let me just, you know, rip one before I can shit, man. You know, you see all this shit moving around like, God damn, this is fine. You know, so, you know, you don't want to, you don't, you know, you know that, that you know, you don't want chicks talking about you're a two-minute brother. I mean, but actually, two-minute brothers are actually a compliment to a woman because I know a lot of motherfuckers. Your ass look like ain't else in which college. You ain't no nigga going to be two minutes on your ass, you know. But, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, so that's another one. You know what I'm saying? Then, you know, you don't want a reputation of being uh, broke even when you ain't got shit. That's why you see the poorest ghettos in America, niggas walking around with, you know, two and $300 sneakers and shit because nobody wants that reputation. So there's certain things that people kind of take for granted nobody wants, you know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying, you know, and then just like, just like when you are uh, coming into, you know, your teens or whatever, you know, you know, niggas lying, talking about hoes, they ain't fucked because nobody don't want to be called a virgin and shit like that, you know, even though it's a compliment for a woman, actually. But a dude don't want to be called that, so you trying to put your dick in whatever move, you know, trains or whatever. You don't want that reputation, you know. So, so it's just like you know, motherfuckers, you know, just need to understand, you know. Um, um, yeah, that, that, 
as far as the um <clears throat> the the guy on the bachelorette, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I, they got a black cast um this season, I guess. I haven't seen it, so I don't know if it's still going on, if it's over with, but um if it's like what Crystal said, then I hope the brothers ain't <laughs> misrepresenting or being us as Crystal will put it. <laughs> because that's not good <laughs> at all. And um I guess last but not least, um what was the other topic? Uh just got a, a brain for it. What was the other topic we talked about? House visit. You mean? Huh? The White House visit. Oh, yeah, the yeah, White House. Um, as far as that's concerned, uh, it's you know it shouldn't have never gotten to the point where you know folks was bowing out and things like that. But I understand why, and I don't think you should be made to go. But you know, I think that to show solidarity as a team, you know, you um, you know, you should go. But if you don't, I have no problem with you not going either. I mean, it's it's you know, it's a personal preference. Y'all grown men and. It's not like a field trip, you know. Kids, little kids may enjoy something like that, but as a grown man making millions, you know, I guess you give a damn less. So, um, you know, I mean, I think, but symbolically, as something as being like, you know, team player and being all about the team, I think they should, you know, do it. But that's just an opinion. All right, all right, good stuff, Doctor Willis. I appreciate that. Buck, shut it down, man. Ooh, man, this show been off the rails all night, but it's been fun. Um, <laughs> I don't think I've laughed this hard in a while. <laughs> so, um, but a good show. I mean, as far as um, social media goes, um, we're we live in a country that has free speech, but now it almost seems like we live in a country of free free speech to a point. So, it comes a point in time. In society, that we got to stop, we have to stop um, generalizing everything to the point to where everybody is offended. It's mm-hmm. like we got to come up with new rules for everybody to, you know, if they this one is offended, then we got to come up with a rule. If that one is offended, we got to come up with a rule. That's bullshit. We live right. in a country that has free speech. What we need to do is come together and try to figure out, you know, what we need to do to move forward. Right now, we can't move forward in government. We can't move forward in the economy. We can't move forward in the damn, you know, the uh, the atmosphere or anything. We can't. Uh-huh. It seems like every time we try to we try to find common ground, we find a, another reason to fight about it. And that's what we need. You know, we we're paying attention to the things that really we we. Passing the buck to the point to where we just is not making any sense anymore. Um, nothing's getting accomplished. So we need to figure out what we need to do to get things accomplished to the point to where we can get our society back to where it needs to be. Otherwise, we're going to be behind the eight ball, and it, it, they they got to get it got to get it corrected. So, you know, as far that's you know as far as the social media and just things in general are concerned, but um. I don't even know what the hell Eminem was saying. He had me laughing so hard. He, I don't even know how to even straighten this out. <laughs> to be honest with you, I'm still bamboozled. But um, I'll just I'll leave it like this. Great show, and everybody have a great week. <laughs> All right. 
Thank you. Good night. I appreciate you all <laughs> hanging out with me this evening. Um, everyone can go to talktoq.com, get more information on the show. Sign up for my email newsletter so you can keep up with when it's going to air and what we're going to be discussing. Uh, don't forget to follow me on Twitter. Um, you can follow me at talk to q and that's talk the number two q. And don't forget to visit my official sponsor, um, SFX Valley. Go to YouTube to do that. All right. So my thanks to Dr. Willis, Buck, Eminem, and Crystal. And right now I'm going to drop something on you from Serato's Melosia. You know, he says to be a human is to endure pain. And being sad is just a natural part of life. And Serantos has been through many ups and downs in life, just like everyone else, but is generally an upbeat and positive person. Okay, so he has a song um, that references clouds. He's always believing, looking in the, looking up to clouds as inspiration. Now, he's trying to get fans to help him achieve a singular goal in 2017 and get his song to the top 25 of the DRT charts in the U.S. So we're going to see if we can make that happen by giving him some exposure here. Here is Above the Clouds by Sarantos Melosia. Everyone have a great night. And I'll talk to you tomorrow for zone coverage at 9 p.m. Eastern. And Monday, special edition, June 10th, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern, T2Q. Peace out. Okay.